0: Head coach of the Vandegrift Vipers. Vipers taking on buoy. seven o'clock tomorrow night. Monroe Stadium, Class Six A Division Two by District playoff game. We are joined now by the head coach of the Vipers, Drew Sanders. Drew, thank you as always for the time. How are you doing this morning?
1: Good, good. That was a rough transition from Rump Rose to me. I don't know where I.
0: Following that, uh, that, yeah, just uh, Snoop is Snoop is deathly afraid of yeah, needles, Coach. Shots, it's, uh, <laughs> so anytime we can talk about getting any kind of shot, just watching Snoop squirm, freaks and, him out. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, it really does. Worth it. Yeah, uh, Coach, you got a playoff game at home. We, we kind of talked about this if. You know, your seniors. It's a group that uh, you know every senior class is special, uh, and this one is no different for you. Uh, if you took care of your business, you were going to get to play one more game at Monroe Stadium, and here it is uh, with a really good opponent in Bowie coming over to your place. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's always great to to host a, a first round playoff game at home. It was um, been a lot of work. To, to be able to do that in our district with great great competition that we have, and we were pleased to be able to win every district game. And and uh, we didn't get much reward, though. You're right. I mean, uh, the Bowie Bulldogs proud program, I think they've made playoffs like 20 times in a row or something. They're a tremendous program. And of course, Jeff does a great job. Jeff and I have been long-time friends. When I was the head coach at Travis, um, he was – beginning probably his 20th year at Bowie. He's been there so long. <laughs> I hope Jeff's not listening to this. Uh, but anyway, he does a great job. So it, it's going to be an, an amazing first-round matchup.
0: Yeah, Coach, I, I was actually going to ask you about that, given your background at Travis and, and knowing Coach Abels is uh, the, the, the dean of AISD coaches. Uh, mm-hmm. has he Has he been a mentor to you over the years?
1: Yes. Oh, for sure. You know, I distinctly remember walking in to my first coordinator meeting. I'm 31 years old. Um, brand new head coach of the Travis Rebels. And, um, he, after the very first meeting, he just came up, introduced himself, and said, Hey, if you ever need anything, let me know. I've been here a little bit. And, and, um, I mean, he's just been like that ever since. Me and him actually are really great friends. We, we've matched up in the playoffs with our soccer teams and playoff and basketball teams and stuff. Uh, and so we're really actually good friends and, and, um, and I have much respect for him. But yes, definitely helped me a ton I mean when you start a new job like being a head coach is it's extremely stressful especially the first couple years you're trying to figure it out um, and so he's always been a, a great dude
0: coach Braden Buchanan is a kid that you know we we've talked it seems like we've talked about all your kids I don't, I don't think we've talked enough Uh, about your quarterback 19 touchdowns one interception this year if i'm if i'm looking at that right uh signs his national letter of intent yesterday to play baseball at baylor a heck of an athlete he's been a heck of a quarterback for you what is the advantage uh in your opinion of going into the playoffs getting prepared to make what you hope is a deep playoff run With the veteran quarterback, I know we talk about it in college, in the NFL, but at a high school level, having a quarterback that knows your system is an extension of you and the staff on the field. What what are the advantages of having that veteran quarterback?
1: Well, well that's a great way to say that because he is actually an extension of our coach staff. I call him an assistant coach all the time. You know, he – I think a couple things. First of all, just physically being able to execute what we need with accurate throws, um, get us out of bad play calls avoid rushes. I mean, just he's done all these physical movements. So, that, so that's first. He can make the throws as, ne- as necessary. But the, I think the most important thing is there isn't a situation where there'll be times in this game against Bowie because they're a quality program that um, they're going to get us. They're going to they're knock us back. They're, we're going to have a negative play. That's just part of the game. And um his just he, he just doesn't flinch much. He just looks at you right in the eyes if something isn't going right and um I just I couldn't have higher confidence in a, in a in a player. Um, he's always ready for the challenge. I said that yesterday at his signing day um, and from his very first start to now here here we are his senior year and in the playoffs, which hopefully is a is a good playoff run we um we put our trust in him and and he delivers.
0: Vandergrift Head Coach Drew Sanders joining us here on Light the Tower on the Horn. Jeff Howe and Snoop Daniel.
1: Coach, how did you handle the rain out last week of the game for Bowie and Lake Travis? Oh, man, that was depressing. Um, you know, I mean, it's rare to hear a game just canceled. I mean, I thought we were back in 2020. You know, I mean, that was just wild. I thought they'd keep waiting. I know they had a lot of weird things happen that night, and and but um, I thought they'd play and um, and, you know, try to – what happened but um so yeah i just kind of went home depressed because we were looking forward to uh looking forward to seeing two key, two great teams go after it um but um we didn't get that opportunity so we'll just we'll just have to see what booy looks like um coming up on friday all right and then the mood at school this week i know the the guys are getting up for it but uh has the mood been like on campus leading up to this game i think it's just our normal normal thing everybody's very excited i think we're sold out on our home side um. Again, I think that's our sixth sellout this year on the home side, and so we'll have a good crowd. And I know Bowie will, will bring theirs. But I think the mood is um, one of we've got a great um, challenge in front of us. I mean, these are, these are two, two, uh, two great Austin teams, and so it should be. If if you're just a casual fan, you ought to try to make your way over uh, to Monroe because I think it's gonna be a great game.
0: Yeah, Drew. We've had, uh, you know, we've had. Uh... Coach Salazar at Westlake. We've had Coach Carter at Lake Travis. Like you said, their, their game against Bowie was rained out, but getting to talk to both of those coaches about Bowie. Uh, it sounds like from, from their scouting reports on, on, on Bowie, kind of typical what you'd expect from a Coach Abel's team. They've got some speed on the outside. And when it comes to the line of scrimmage, kind of fo- uh, football inside a phone booth, uh, uh, about as tough and physical as, as they've been over there. Yeah.
1: You know, and that's what's so impressive about what they've done. I think they graduated everybody but like one or two starters, and here they are again. They're doing the exact same thing. So, I mean, I don't know if Coach Ables gets enough credit, uh, but they are going to be physical up front. Um, everything flows through their number 25. He, um, he's going to catch the ball. He's going to run the ball. He's going to be quarterback. And then defensively, they try to um, win by just causing confusion in the front. You know, they're going to blitz every which way but loose. They're going to play some man, um, and they're, they're going to do what they do. And actually, we all we, I think you'd agree with this. The good teams, you kind of know what they're going to do, mm-hmm. um, but they're still going to do their thing and do it well. Um, and so Friday night's going to be about who executes, who can hold on to the ball, and then who can find a way to get those one to two to three explosive plays to break the game open. That's really what it's going to come down to. And, of course, you all know this, but it's going to come down to some special teams Stuff too. He's going to, you know, you're going to have to make some field goals. you to, to do. The, it's going to be that kind
0: of game, Drew. When you face a, a, a team that's a, a high blitz team or a high pressure team, they want to really, you know, manufacture pressure. I, I know everybody likes to look at the offensive line, and, and they do play a big role. But uh, how much do you stress to your kids in the game plan? Look, it's it's the quarterback getting the ball out of his hands on time. It's the backs and tight ends doing what they need to do. You know, if you're a receiver, you're running uh, that out route at, at five yards. That needs to be five yards on the button so we can get it out. I mean, it's not just Hey, O line, do your job. It's when you face a high pressure team. It's got to be everybody doing it, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, really any defense you go against, it's about execution on the offensive side. Um, but it, even more particular if they're going to if they're going to pressure some, you've got to know where as a quarterback you've got to know where to set your protection, um, and then you've got to know where your your hot is every single time. And then you also have to have everybody participating, and you can't you can't have somebody miss a miss a call, you know, like. That kind of stuff could be disaster. And so you just want to make sure that we're executing properly. And the good thing is that we, we also um are a high pressure team defensively. Um we are going to in our in our broken stack defense we can pretty much blitz any way we want and we do. And so our offense sees us every single day in the spring and then as we practice and so um I, I think we're prepared overall for that but obviously they'll do some different things but we do pressure a, a ton here on defense and so i do think that that's uh, probably a decent lead up coach i want to ask you one question it's not football related but yesterday was a big day with the uh, nli and a lot of players non-football signing i know vandergrift y'all are so awesome in all sports uh what was yesterday like man we had uh had a ton of kids 14 maybe <laughs> kids uh we had a couple of kids signing to notre dame i mean our um cross-country state champion um kevin signed to go to notre dame and um we loved it his cross-country coach had um green and gold shoes on i mean everybody you know everybody was having a great time yesterday we had we even had a soccer player go to umhb where my two uh two boys play layla um layla yes layla yeah layla Cunningham. a little stud. Yep. Um, and so, you know, it's really fun because you actually get to meet some of the parents and, and the kids are, they're happy and they're also, you can see they're kind of stress free. They're excited that this decision's done. They have been a little bit stressed about this because it's, if you look at it, it's probably the biggest decision they've made up in their life up to that point. Right. And so they're trying to just figure out. And so they all feel good about it. And, and, um, and so it is fun to be a small part of that and celebrate with the parents. And we try to do it upright where they feel special.
0: Drew, before we let you go, I want to circle back to something that it might have been the first or second visit we had with you. Uh, talking about Damian Wimberly and, and the fact that he's he'll face double teams and guys chipping him and, and really trying to account for him. Uh, and we talked about sack numbers, and I know sack numbers can be overrated at times, but lo and behold, here you are at the end of the regular season through 10 ball games. He's got 10 sacks. So, at the end of the day, uh, the, the numbers were there, uh, which I think speaks a lot because, like we talked about, he does draw the attention of the opposing offense every week.
1: He really does. He's the kind of guy, if you if you decide to single block him on a passing down, he is going to make you pay. Um, he is that kind of guy. And so, he's faced a lot of chips in the, in the slides. You know, they'll set the offensive line to slide towards him a lot. Um, but, I, I mean, I can't compliment him enough. Not only does he have – size and, and strength but he really hustles too like if, if you actually just turned on a game tape and watched all 50 or 60 plays he played you would have a very hard time finding place where Damien's not hustling on the back side of place and I think that is one of his special ingredients it, his his improvement I was talking to his SMU coach um, he always is checking on him, and, and um, you know, his improvement has just been tremendous. He was already a good player, but now he's gotten to the point where people have to really worry about where he is. Um, the other day, I can't remember what game, but we switched sides just kind of just to mess with the other team and just put him on the other side. He's normally on the right side, and uh, the, the team ended up calling a timeout because they were that worried about wow. where he was. It was a passing situation. So uh, we're really proud of Damien and looking forward to what, what uh, kind of havoc he can create on uh, Friday nights, and especially this Friday night.
0: Tomorrow night, it's Vandegrift and Bowie, 7 o'clock at Monroe Stadium. Coverage is going to start here on the Austin Radio Network, 6.30 with Snoop and the crew on the Flex pregame. Then at 6.45, we get you over to Monroe for Merle, Scott, Hank, and Jack on the cov- on the call on 101.9 and AM 1260 for Vandegrift and Bowie, a Class 6A Division two by district game. Head coach of the Vipers joining us right now, Drew Sanders. Drew, thanks as always for the time. Best of luck to you and your kids tomorrow, and, and hopefully we're, uh, we're doing yeah. this again next week.
1: <laughs> Hope so. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, Nick.
0: There he is, Vandegrift Head Coach Drew Sanders joining us, as he always does on Thursdays.